great to be in this moment again. Uh, well done for those of you who've already done an hour and a half or two hours prayer this morning. You know, amazing. Hat off. Um, uh, hoping that this moment still kind of gives us that rhythm of connection, structure, and encounter with God. That's, that's my desire and my hope. Uh, it's just my soul good to see everyone's faces. Um, let's do what we normally do at this moment. Let's just pause. Uh, someone want to volunteer to pray after we've paused for 30 seconds? Someone just wave at me if you want to pray. Thank you. If you then. I'll tell you what, I've got two volunteers there. Rachel, you pray at the beginning and you pray at the end. There we go. Martin, you pray tomorrow. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. There we go, man. Friday, yeah, okay. <laughs> let's, let's just... Uh, I'll mute everyone. 30 seconds then. Rachel, if you want to unmute yourself and pray for us. Then. Thank you, Jesus, that you know when we're we're struggling and when we that you're there when we go go in and out of our houses. And I just pray that um, that this time will be refreshing for us. Um, yeah, Amen. Amen. Thank you. Cheers, Rachel. Okay. Uh, Let's get centering on the next bit of James. So James chapter one, I see Charlie, I see Vince as well, so kind of jumped in. Uh, so we are at James chapter four, verses 11 to 12, where each of some paraphrases like this in the message. Don't bad mouth each other, friends. It's God's word, his message, his royal rule that takes a beating in that kind of talk. You're supposed to be honouring the message, not writing graffiti all over it. God is in charge of deciding human destiny. Who do you think you are to meddle in the destiny of others? Okay. There's the verses we're centering on. As always, one word in order to uh, hang everything from. My word today is honouring. Uh, this is something that we picked up in terms of when we looked at Philippians, which I think all of us were there when we were looking at that. I think it's a New Testament uh theme that runs through of how we speak about others uh is uh an outworking of us just living with jesus being at the center of our lives that it matters uh, and james kind of picked up on that theme as yesterday when we looked at our speaking in terms of us being clear in our no to the devil and yes to god uh he now kind of picked up that theme of saying well and how you speak about others really matters um and whereas when we looked at Philippians, it was kind of like this overflow is as you've been honoured, then honour others. Like James, as always, kind of gives a kind of bigger perspective uh, and more drastic dynamic, if you like, of how we honour others and why that matters. And he gives this perspective in terms of the impact of us dishonouring others in the words we say. And then I want to look at then, well, then if that's the negative, then what's the positive then of how we then seek to honour the word through the perspective he gives? The perspective James gives in terms of dishonouring is he says that actually it doesn't just impact the individual that you're dishonouring. 
uh, as we looked at earlier in James, you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And we said, well, that's not true. Words do hurt and can cause pain. But at this moment, James kind of says, well, no, I want to give you a bigger perspective on the impact uh, how we speak about others can have. And he said that actually it can invalidate the message of Jesus that we're trying to proclaim to others. Now, that, that's pretty heavy. It suddenly says, like, how you speak about others, and if you're speaking a way that is dishonoring you, dishonoring them, it can undermine the message of the hope that there is to be found in Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. Because what it does is it causes to bring into question, like, do we really see that individual as God sees them? Do we see them as someone who is a bearer of God's image? Do we see them as someone who God delights in and loves? Because the reality is that Jesus reveals to the whole of humanity God's love and commitment to everyone. And therefore, how we speak about others like matters, therefore, because it's us then seeing, do we see that then? Do we see that? Jesus has proclaimed forever God's delight and love towards humanity and that his desire for them to be welcomed into his love. Because if we're speaking in a way that dishonors someone, it's actually dishonoring what God's trying to cause others to know. See, the Apostle Paul got hold of this in a dramatic way that we find in uh, his conversion, where we find that Jesus encounters him. And brings into question how Paul has been treating those who are followers of Jesus. And Jesus says, like, like, why are you persecuting me, Paul? Or Saul at that point. At that point, Paul could have said, with a defense, hey, I'm not persecuting you. I'm persecuting people who are seeking to follow you or have centered their lives on you or are calling themselves Christian. I'm persecuting them. And yet Saul doesn't do that. Suddenly he realizes in that moment this profound truth that, how you treat followers of Jesus is how you treat Jesus. That it was forever to change Paul, that would change how he saw the church. The church isn't any old body, it's the body of Jesus. And so there's this marker in terms of what James is wanting us to get hold of, of if we're speaking dishonoring of those who are followers of Jesus, actually it's how we treat Jesus that's in question there. If we're speaking dishonoringly, of people who aren't followers of Jesus yet, actually we're causing them to not see the wonder of God's love and delight in them. Therefore, as always, we kind of have that negative in terms of, therefore, like, why would we want to be dishonoring that perspective? But I also want to bring in then the perspective that therefore is the opposite of that. Why James is saying, come on, let's honor others in the words that we speak. Because Firstly, when we honor someone who's a believer, like how we treat them is how we're treating Jesus. That when we speak to someone who's not yet centered their life on Jesus, actually, we're able to honor them in a way that causes them to taste and see how God wants to reveal himself to them. That is forever being proclaimed through Jesus' life, death, and resurrection is that God is one who's for them who loves them and delights in them and longs for restoration of relationship with them. 
I'm, I'm trying to rack my brain just to where I read this story, but I, I just can't remember which book it was in. But uh, I read a story about a guy who goes into um, prisons and meets with people who are, are lifers, so have done some level of crime that has deemed that they're going to have to spend the rest of their life in prison. And he said that what he does when he meets them is he just spends time talking to them and just saying, do you know that you have a, a father in heaven who really loves and delights in you? He says that he never goes in saying, like, how wrong are you, you sinner, that you would be here? He said, no, no, I go in, I just say, you have a father in heaven who loves and delights in you. And he longs to know you. And he said, what generally happens after he says that is that this hardened criminal breaks down in tears and says, how could God possibly love me? If you knew what I'd done, how could a God love me? And as I read that, I just thought, how profound. Like the encounter of honouring someone, giving them dignity and value, what it does is it causes them to taste and see the wonder of who God is and the dignity and value that he longs to give to individuals that then in turn causes that heart change that says but how could God possibly love me you see James wants us to see that we need to be those that live and are invited to speak honoring to others as it we get this privilege of revealing God's heart to everyone but to do that I think it means that we then have to live being those who live from the place that we are those who've been honoured by God. We're those who continuously are invited to live in the wonder of the Father's delight and love for us. And as we live from that place, it then causes us to think, well, the believer, I want to know that as I'm speaking to them, I'm treating them as I want to treat Jesus. I want to cause them to keep living in the wonder of God's love and delight. And for those that have not yet centered their life on Jesus, it's in this moment, my words that I get to speak, me honoring this person, allow them to taste and see God's delight and love and delight in them. It's an unbelievable privilege. Therefore, let's share a couple of questions. I'm loving the conversation in the chat as well. I think we need to do that more and more. Have a whole other thing going on in the chat that kind of gives other thoughts. Um, two questions to consider. Number one, do you need to repent in how you're talking about someone? Like, it's quite direct, isn't it? It's kind of James rubbing off on me. Like, in this, what it does to me is like, causes me to say, oh God, like, am I? dishonoring someone and how I'm speaking about them if so I, I just need to repent and otherwise I just need to turn away from that and say God I want to see your perspective on this I want to see your perspective on them therefore I, I don't want to live that way and then secondly who will we honor today with your words with my words like I spent some time just praying this afternoon and saying God who's the individual that you want me to just use some words to honor to remind them their love, they're delighted in, um, in many different ways. But yeah, two questions to consider. Otherwise, I am done. Anne, do you want to unmute yourself and pray for us? 
Father, thank you uh, for what you've been teaching us this morning. And Father, I pray that uh, life, our lives, our words will be to build one another up, whether they're your people or whether they are people we're reaching out to, so that they know their lives are uh, important to you. So, Father, will you help us in this whole issue of honouring one another, particularly uh, with our words? And we ask that you be glorified in this. Amen. Amen.